Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Diener, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hello, my lovely friends, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host. And today is our solo podcast with just little old me on Tuesday. I'm recording this on Monday, and it's the beginning of a week, and I always feel like Mondays are this wonderful opportunity to start over again and um, to make some changes. And I know that we always say, oh, you know, every day is an opportunity for a change, which it really is. But for some reason, Mondays really make me have the clearest mindset on starting something fresh. So today, I wanted to ask you guys all a question. What are your non-negotiables for self-care? Now, that can mean a lot of things, and they can be very different to a lot of people. But basically, a non-negotiable means that, you know, you, um, you are not going to bend very much on these particular things. Now, in a life that we have to be bendable and flexible with a lot of things, The non-negotiables should be something that you really find extremely important to you. And I'm wondering what those are. Now, for some people, it would be etching out a few hours every two weeks to go get their nails done. Or for some folks, um, it might be that Tuesday night poker game with your friends just to reconnect. But there should also be other things that are boundaries that you have to set in order to be able to do the things that you need to do for yourself. Etching out that time to stretch and exercise, maybe to do yoga or to go for a walk or go for a bike ride. Maybe it's setting boundaries for things within your family and friends and letting them know that these are certain things that I need to do at certain times of day. I just had a great conversation with my friend Jennifer Lynn Alvarez And she is an author that I interviewed earlier uh, last week. And you'll be able to listen to that podcast this Thursday. She sets boundaries. And the thing is, is without having boundaries set, sometimes your needs don't get met. So your non-negotiables, like the way you start your day. For me, I have to start my day with something positive, a positive affirmation, and it can be something as quick as reading a couple of posts online through people I follow that are always positive to sitting for a half an hour and reading a really great book that gives me inspiration, you know, some motivational type of book or memoir. I also like to listen to my podcast, but the thing is, is what I do in the morning always 
sets the tone for the rest of my day. So I'm very clear in that in the morning, I don't listen to something terrible on the news first thing, which is not to say that I don't like to know what's going on in the world. And I do flip through the news and watch a little bit of it here and there because I like to get my news from several sources. But I don't go directly to the news when I first get up because let's face it, if it bleeds, it leads. That means there's nothing good in the news. They always like to tell you the worst things that are happening on the planet. That's not the way I like to start my day. So one of my non-negotiables is I do not watch the news first thing in the morning. I always turn towards something positive, something enlightening, something that makes me feel good. So I don't like to say that I put, put my head in the sand and ignore that there are problems in the world. But the thing is, is I feel better equipped to deal with whatever lies ahead when I have a good attitude about life in general. So one of my non-negotiables, like I said, is for the way I start my day. Another non-negotiable that I have is I make sure that at least three times a week, I take very long walks. And I can do all type, different types of exercising, but the type of exercise I get from my long walks are when I'm in nature and I'm by myself and I'm feeling good. When you're feeling good, it just brings about so much more energy and you are able to connect with your family better, your friends better. Being in nature and being by yourself and spending time alone really can make you feel so much better with whatever's happening in life. Um, let's face it, life is very busy and very fast paced. When you're by yourself, it's like you can get this adjustment. Uh, I have to read something to you that is um, by Susan Squiletti, or maybe it's Susan Squilotti, Florence. She, um, she wrote a book that's a very short book called Time Alone. It's the gift of being with yourself. And this might help you to understand a little bit about what I mean. She puts it in a really easy way to understand. She says, our lives are so busy, full of people and things to do. Our days are chaotic and confusing, trying to get it all done. We know we need our own personal space. We ache to get away. It can be more important to be with your own self than to be with others. It is as important to be in your world as it is to be in the world. But it is hard to find time alone. We feel that we're wasting time, that there are parts of our lives that we would rather not think about, so we keep busy. By taking time alone, we can look at unresolved problems and be in touch with our sadness. By being with all the different parts of ourselves, we will grow and become more whole. What we find within ourselves when we take time alone is enormous. We can rediscover who we really are. We look within and see the things that are precious and meaningful to our lives. We realize our hopes and dreams. We are nourished by just being, and we find a sense of calm that renews us. So there you guys go. That's um, one of the very early on books that I read when I was uh, a mother with kids at home, and I was anxious and, um, you know, constantly trying to do all the right things, you know, trying to, to win the Mother of the Year award, I guess. Um, I just remember that in those days, I felt like if I didn't have, 
you know, the perfect square meal for the kids and my husband that I was failing. And, you know, some nights were just so crazy. It's like I could have just relaxed and said, you know, pizza is perfectly fine and it's also well balanced. (laughs) But when I was younger, I was just so wrapped up in doing and all the doing, the doing and the going. And then as I got older, I realized I would have been a lot calmer person had I had non had I had more non-negotiables and set more boundaries and realized that my time for myself was just as important as the time that I gave to others. So your non-negotiables, I'm wondering what they might be. Um, Like I said, it could be for making sure that you eat healthy. It could be to make sure that you um, are putting a certain amount of money away every single paycheck to make sure that you have that nest egg built up. Non-negotiables are things that are so important to you that you really don't want to veer off that path and you don't want to um, have to bend on that particular thing. So I'm just curious about what your non-negotiables are. It's something that we should all consider because um, if if we're willing to make a change in our lives to be living our best life, then that means that sometimes you have to tell yourself that, okay, um, if I'm making some changes, that also means I might need to make new non-negotiables. For me, uh, writing in a gratitude journal was something that I wanted to do, and I started doing that more regularly, but it wasn't as important to me as the way I start my day. It's one of the things that I um, incorporate into my start of my day, but I don't do it every day. What I do every day is I read or listen to something that's going to inspire me rather than regurgitating something in my journal from something that I thought of myself. I like to hear positive affirmations. I like to hear or read things that make me feel good, that maybe um, get me out of my own head for a few minutes, and then I can go back into my silence of um, practice. The practice of optimism. That is a huge thing in my life right now because the world can be such a scary, dark, horrible place at times, but it's all in the way you perceive it. So that is a new non-negotiable for me as well. That's not something that is set within a certain time of the day, but it is something that I'm constantly practicing. Practicing optimism, Um, I've said it before, and I've probably stolen this from somebody that I heard it from, but it's a muscle in your brain that you, if you are constantly practicing it, it will come easier and easier to you. Just like anything else that we do, you guys. Um, When I had my students in the library and they were telling me how something would be difficult for them, I said, well, do you ride a skateboard? And they'd say, well, sure. I'd say, well, do you ride a bike? Sure. I said, well, you weren't born with the knowledge of how to do that. You had to learn it and practice it. And the more you practiced, the better you got at it. Now you don't even have to think about it. You can hop right on that bicycle and you can ride it right down the street. So then they laugh at me. Oh, Miss Patty. But it's the truth. Optimism is the same thing. And a non-negotiable for me now is to practice being as optimistic as I can. I look at any situation, whether it be... um, very problematic or just a small annoyance. And I say to myself, okay, this is happening. The first step is to accept it, accept what's in front of you. And then ask yourself, what can I do to change the situation or to make it better? 
Or how can I view this situation as a learning experience? Because quite honestly, we can all throw our hands up in the air and scream and cry and pout, but um, that doesn't really serve us at all. So when I'm practicing optimism, it makes me feel better in knowing that I'm moving towards and leaning towards a solution. And sometimes you have to be creative with your <laughs> solutions. And sometimes the solutions don't come immediately. It might take time. And that is practicing patience. Patience is something I'm not very good at. <laughs> but again, that's part of being optimistic is in knowing that the solution will appear. It will appear for you. You just have to be calm enough to be able to see it. So yes, practicing optimism is my new, uh, in my new changes in life, it is uh, one of my new non-negotiables is I have to constantly practice optimism. And um, that is not something that you can put on a to-do list or a checklist. It's just something that it's a way of life. And it makes me feel so much better because part of my problems in life have been I've always been a control freak. Didn't know I was, but through a lot of the chaotic and uh, tumultuous things that happened in my earlier part of life when I was a child... As I grew into an adolescent and young adult, I realized that um, by trying to control certain situations, it made me feel better. It made me feel safer. And when I wasn't in control, um, oh, God, help me. I just was, uh, you know, frantic and anxious and, and worried all the time. And so when you finally can acknowledge the fact that you might also be um, a control freak, learning to let go and learning to be positive and learning to let the universe or God uh, be in control. Because quite honestly, when you realize that you cannot control certain situations and you just say what will be will be, um, you feel freer. It's liberating. And so I've talked a lot about this. And I wonder if uh, you guys are feeling the same way. You know, you can um, pop on over to our group. And on Facebook, it's called Beautiful Second Act on uh, Facebook. You can join our group and join the conversation. Let me know what is it that are your non-negotiables for self-care. And for me, I've told you a few of them today. The thing is, is when you have a happy mind, you end up having a happy uh, spirit, happy uh, family, happy spouse. The most important thing is to remember the things that you need in your life to make you feel good and be happy are the things that will also contribute to society and to the world because you are responsible for the energy you bring into the world. And um, by having boundaries set, by giving yourself those non-negotiables, things that you will do every day for yourself, for your well-being, um, and taking time out, doing things that make you laugh. Laughter is huge. Music is in my life every single day. I cannot remember a time in my life where there wasn't music every single day. And um, music is just one of the most important things to me. That is non-negotiable as well. Um, I, I might sit in silence when I meditate or if I'm um, out on um, sitting to watch nature. But for the majority of the day, there's usually some background music going. So anyway, music is really, really important to me as a big non-negotiable. Um, so tell me, if you join Beautiful Second Act, tell me what some of your non-negotiables are. Don't forget that you guys can also um, 
follow me over on pattydeanerwrites.com to follow along on how I wrote my book, After the Fire. You can also find links to my book there on the website. There's also another website that I have called Romance, Travel, and Food, which is about all of those things. Exactly, Romance, Travel, and Food. So don't forget to check that out. I'll leave all the links in the show notes, and I'll also uh, put a link, if I can find it online, to that small book I talked to you guys about called Time Alone, The Gift of Being With Yourself by Susan Squilotti Florence. Okay, you guys, I hope that you're having a wonderful week. And do check out the interview with Jennifer Lynn Alvarez. She's a fantastic author, and I interviewed her for the podcast. She'll be on Thursday. So uh, if you like this kind of content, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast because it always helps others to find us easier. And if there's anything that you would like me to talk about that will help you in your journey towards your best uh, life in the second half of life, please go ahead and you can DM me in my Instagram, which is at Beautiful Second Act, or in our Facebook group. And also you can uh, private message me on Facebook. All right, have a wonderful day, you guys, and I will be talking to you. Cheers.